6640. Your future lies in 6640. 66 books by 40 authors, and yet we now discover it's an integrated message system from outside our time domain. Welcome to 6640, the ministry outreach of Koinonia House and Koinonia Institute. Today's Bible teacher is Chuck Missler, connecting the Bible to your life and the world around you. In today's study, Chuck completes his teaching on the book of Proverbs, chapters 10 through 14. The desire of the righteous is only good, but the expectation of the wicked is wrath. There is that scattereth, and yet increaseth, and there is that which holdeth more than is meat, but tendeth to poverty. And uh, it's interesting how there are people that um, uh, are very generous and they prosper. And there are people that are misers and they end up in poverty. The liberal soul shall be made fat, but he that watereth shall be watered also himself. He that withholdeth corn, the people shall curse him. But blessing shall be upon the head of him that selleth it. And you can't talk about this. You want a contrast here. Let me give you two contrasts. One is Nabal in 1 Samuel 30, uh, 25 that we talked about, where he denied just meager things for David. And almost, you know, and his wife sort of bailed that situation out. But the point is Nabal, and, in, and the word in Hebrew means fool, by the way. But the other, the contrast example is Joseph in Egypt, where his leadership and his prime ministership of, uh, became virtually the ruler of the major empire of that, that world, and, and uh, by being a blessing to the entire nation. He that diligently seeketh good procureth favor, and he that seeketh mischief, it shall come up unto him. And there are lots of examples of that. He that trusteth in riches shall fall, but the righteous shall flourish as a branch. Are the righteous... Trusting in riches? Of course not. Trusting in the Lord. That doesn't mean they won't be rich, but their, tr their trust isn't in the riches, it's in the Lord. He that troubleth his own house shall inherit the wind. The fool shall be servant to the wise of heart. Inherit the wind, very tragic phrase. That phrase became the name of a very famous movie which is a totally deceitful movie. It purports to uh, uh, dramatize the Scopes trial. And, and uh, what it actually does is, is uh, gives a perverted presentation of that. People who've gone back and looked at the transcripts of that trial and so forth are shocked at how different the actual proceedings were in contrast to the way the movie portrays it. So just be aware of that. I don't get into all that here. A very, very deceitful movie, but strangely a very prophetic title. Because indeed, because of the Darwin thing, we are inheriting the wind. But uh, don't confuse that the use of that title with that movie as being a anywhere near accurate rendition of the Scopes trial, which it purports to do. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a very misleading piece of drama. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he that winneth souls is wise. Proverbs 11.30, very key thing. He that winneth souls is wise. You want to be in that camp. You want to be wise. By the time you get through Proverbs, you'll understand that you don't want to be a scorner, a, a, a fool, or a simple one. You want to be wise. And one of, the, one of the characteristics of the wise is that you have a burden for souls. 
Behold, the righteous shall be recompensed in the earth, much more the wicked and the sinner. In other words, they'll also be recompensed, but not the way they're expecting to be. And there is an inescapable appointment that the judgment day will come, the ultimate day of reckoning. Let's get through 12. Whoso liveth, loveth instruction, loveth knowledge. He that hateth reproof is brutish. A good man obtaineth favor of the Lord, but a man of wicked devices will he condemn. I don't think there's any surprises in any of these. It's just one of emphasis. A man shall not be established by wickedness, but the root of the righteous shall not be moved. That's again the building on stone rather than quicksand kind of model, if you will. A virtuous woman is a crown to her husband, but she that maketh ashamed is as rottenness in his bones. I think all of us know of couples like this, where there's been a marriage, where there's a virtuous woman that's just literally a crown to the husband and, 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 a, and a blessing to, to all those around her. We also, I think, know people where there's a woman that is a tragic baggage from his point of view in terms of what he's gotten into. The thoughts of the righteous are right, but the counsels of the wicked are deceit. No surprise. The words of the wicked are to lie and wait for blood, but the mouth of the upright shall deliver them. The wicked are overthrown and are not, but the house of the righteous shall stand. And there again, that same echoing that previous idea. A man shall be commended according to his wisdom, but he that is of perverse heart shall be despised. Pretty straightforward stuff. He that is despised hath a servant is better than he that honoreth himself and lacketh bread. In other words, uh, well, it speaks for itself. A righteous man regardeth the life of his beast, but tender mercies of the wicked are cruel. Interesting on verse 10 here, there is a place in the Bible to be kind to animals. Right here. The righteous man regardeth the life of his beast. I get debates from some people on that, but there it is. He that tilleth his land shall be satisfied with bread. He that followeth vain persons is void of understanding. Boy, we should be uh, careful, the people that we associate with. The wicked desireth the net of evil men, but the root of the righteous yieldeth fruit. The wicked is snared by the transgression of his lips, but the just shall come out of trouble. A man shall be satisfied with good by the fruit of his mouth, and the recompense of a man's hands shall be rendered unto him. You know, all the way through here, it's interesting. So many of these at first seem so obvious. It's almost hard to want to elaborate them because they're so, so conspicuously obvious. And yet, we live in a culture that has disconnected character and destiny. Most of us that are older were brought up in a culture that the dream was if you worked hard and played it straight, you would be destined for success. That's not taught today. The way you get, a, you get ahead is to figure out how far you can bend the law without breaking it, and so forth. Different world. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he that hearkeneth unto counsel is wise. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes. He's lacking external counsel. The fool's wrath is presently known, but a prudent man covereth shame. He that speaketh truth showeth forth righteousness, but a false witness deceit. There is that speaketh like the piercings of a sword, but the tongue of the wise is health. You know, it's a, it would be interesting to catalog how many of these deal with the tongue. Not just slander and, and gossip, but in other ways too. 
but the tongue of the wise is health. The lip of truth shall be established forever, but a lying tongue is but for a moment. Deceit is in the heart of them that imagine evil, but to the counselors of peace is joy. These are pithy summaries. There shall no evil happen to the just, but the wicked shall be filled with mischief. Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but they that deal truly are his delight. A prudent man concealeth knowledge, but the heart of fools proclaimeth foolishness. It's interesting that the wise men sort of hold a lot to themselves. And the ones that are shouting and thumping drums are foolishness often. The hand of the diligent shall bear rule, but the slothful shall be under tribute. And uh, I think what's also really clear as you try to summarize these things is that Proverbs always take the eternal, the long-term perspective. Not the near-term expedient, but the long-term perspective. They, they advocate a path that is the path you would have chosen if you were at the end of the road looking back that you wish you'd t you, you wished you would have taken. Heaviness in the heart of a man maketh it stoop, but a good word maketh it glad. The righteous is more excellent than his neighbor, but the way of the wicked seduces them. And uh, see, the righteous really searches out the neighbor to help him is the, is the thought that's behind this. And while the wicked will try to hurt his neighbor, take advantage of him, the righteous one is seeking him out, I can help him, and the wicked one is, is, uh, is trying to, to uh, take advantage of him. But verse 27 is the ultimate laziness. You hunters will appreciate this. The slothful man roasteth not that which he took in hunting, but the substance of a diligent man is precious. You know, it's interesting. This slothful man is so lazy that he didn't want to even bother fixing and dressing and, and, and killing the deer he caught. That's lazy. But the substance of a diligent man is... A diligent man is going to treat what he has as precious, however small it might be. In the way of righteousness is life, and in the pathway thereof there is no death. Now that's a promise. That's a, that's a promise. Okay, a wise son heareth his father's instruction, but a scorner heareth not rebuke. A man shall eat good by the fruit of his mouth, but the soul of the transgressor, uh, transgressor shall eat violence. He that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life, but he that openeth wide his lips shall have destruction. Boy, there's an... Uh, Keep your mouth shut, huh? I should take that one to heart. I, okay. The soul of a slugger desireth and hath nothing, but the soul of the diligent shall be made fat. Diligence is called for throughout the Scripture. A righteous man hateth lying, but a wicked man is loathsome and cometh to shame. Righteous keepeth him that is upright in their way, and a wickedness overthroweth a sinner. There is that maketh himself rich, yet hath nothing. And there is that that maketh himself poor and hath great riches. And literature is full of examples of that. Of people that work to be rich and really end up with nothing and those that are, would seem at first to be poor but actually have great riches. And people and relationships and, and the value of their life. The ransom of man's life is, are his riches but the poor heareth not rebuke. The light of the, of the righteous Rejoiceth, but the lamp of the wicked shall be put out. Now, verse 10 is one of these gems in my mind. Only by pride cometh contention, but with, well, with the well-advised is wisdom. When you see contention, you know that the root of that is pride on somebody's part. 
Only by pride cometh contention. That's one of the problems I have with debates, by the way. A lot of people want me to debate some doctrinal issue with some other with a different view, and I, don't, I usually don't participate in those. I'm perfectly willing to discuss it with people who want answers. But usually debates are really contentions, and pride is uh, surfaces to, uh, to interfere with the process in my mind. That's just a prejudice I have. But only by pride cometh the that's, that's a gem. Wealth gotten by vanity shall be diminished, but he that gathereth by labor shall increase. Hope deferred maketh the heart sick, but when desire cometh, it is a tree of life. Wow. Um, by the way, uh, back on verse 11, the, um, this is really the source of what's sometimes called a spendthrift trust or generation skipping trusts because people of all kinds have known through life that inherited wealth seems to evaporate very quickly. The guys that make it and the guys that can keep it are two different talents altogether. And uh, so the, the track record, the stewardship track record of second generation money is pretty dismal. And uh, that's what leads to this, uh, th those, those kind of legal techniques to skip generations and so forth. And uh, who should despise that the word shall be destroyed, but he that feareth the commandment shall be rewarded. Fair enough. The law of the wise is a fountain of life to depart from the snares of death. Good understanding giveth favor, but the way of transgressors is hard. And every prudent man dealeth with knowledge, but a fool layeth open his folly. Pretty straightforward stuff all the way through here. A wicked messenger falleth into mischief, but a faithful ambassador is health. Poverty and shame shall be to him that refuseth instruction, but he that regardeth reproof shall be honored. There again is the, that echoes in my mind the Edmund Spencer idea. You know, that uh, you want to be a listener, you want to be open to instruction. The people who uh, regard reproof will, will grow and, and benefit by it. It's interesting to look at ministries too and you'll notice that the ministries that have been successful are ministries where the principal is responsive to a board of directors. Not a rubber stamp board, but real counselors to whom that will hold him accountable. And I'm grateful to be surrounded by people that I, I have no problem hearing and listening to. The desire accomplished is sweet to the soul, but it is abomination to fools to depart from evil. He that walketh with wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. So, you know, it's a... It's a... Uh, you know, it's interesting to realize how the world of the flesh, the world itself, operates by undertaking compromising, compromising information. It's astonishing to realize how much power in politics hangs on making sure that the person that's going to be your adversary doesn't have clean hands. One of the great tragedies of some of the administration changeovers is that the new party coming in didn't have enough clean hands to go back and hold the previous people accountable. Big tragedy. Big tragedy. Evil pursueth sinners, but the righteous good shall be repaid. The good man leaveth an inheritance to his children's children. And the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. Interesting. Much food is in the tillage of the poor, but there is that destroyed for want of judgment. He that spareth the rod hateth his son. Woo-wee. He that spareth the rod hateth his son. But he that loveth him chasteth him betimes. That doesn't mean you spank him in anger. But it does mean you discipline 
Not punish, discipline the child. Big difference, but important too. The righteous eateth to the satisfying of his soul, but the belly of the wicked shall have one. One more chapter and we'll call it an evening. Every wise woman buildeth her house, but the foolish plucketh it down with her hands. How many of you know a woman that is destroying her own home? If you look at Sarah and Jochebed, it's good examples in the Bible. And contrary-wise, you've got Ezaiah's mother, Ethelia, which really brought down the whole house of Ahab, strangely enough. There are women that build their house, but the stupid women are the ones that pluck down their own house, not realizing what they're doing. Disparaging their husbands, tearing down their, the edifice upon which her future will depend. He that walketh in his uprightness feareth the Lord. He that is perverse in his ways despiseth him. In the mouth of the foolish is a rod of pride. Ooh. But the lips of the wise shall preserve them. Where no, oh, this one, by the way, this one, verse 4, is posted on my, the door to my study. I put this, I, I, it literally is on my door. Where no oxen are, the crib is clean. But much increases by the strength of the ox. The concept behind this, of course, if you've got a brand new clean, if the stable's really clean, then you don't, you don't, have, a, you don't have any animal of production in it. And uh, so I excuse this debris pile that I call my study on the basis of productivity. Actually, I just travel too much to keep it up, but I've got to, it's, 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 become, it's become a proverb within the ministry that I've got to straighten that out. But where no oxen are, the crib is clean, but by, by much increases the strength of the ox. Okay, a faithful witness will not lie, but a false witness will utter lies. A scorner seeketh wisdom and findeth it not, but knowledge is easy unto him that understandeth. Indeed, a scorner Seeketh wisdom, but findeth it not. But knowledge is easy in him that understandeth. Go from the presence of the foolish man when thou perceivest not in him the lips of knowledge. Wow. That's interesting. Don't cast your pearls before the swine, the Lord tells us. That goes so against the grain of some of us who sort of feel it's our job to enlighten the ones that don't want to be enlightened. It is our job to declare the truth but it's not our job to get them to understand. Go from the presence of the foolish man when thou perceivest not in him lips of knowledge. The wisdom of the prudent is, all, is to understand his way. The folly of fools is deceit. Fools make a mock at sin, but among the righteous there is favor. The heart knoweth his own bitterness, and a stranger doth not intermeddle with his joy. Hmm. The house of the wicked shall be overthrown, but the tabernacle of the upright shall flourish. There is, this is another verse, verse 12 of chapter 14, you'll find several times throughout the Proverbs, literally the same verse, there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Boy, is that a danger signal. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man. Seems okay in terms of human judgment. But the end thereof are the ways of death. That description is repeated throughout the book of Judges as a description of how far they fell. Because they're using their own yardstick, not the yardstick of God. And that's exactly what our culture has done when we outlaw the teaching of God in the schools and even in our courtrooms. Even in laughter, the heart is sorrowful, but the, at the end of that mirth is heaviness. The backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways, and the good man shall be satisfied from himself. The simple believeth every word, but the prudent man looketh well to his going. The wise man feareth and departeth from evil, but the fool rageth and is confident. 
Again, you see the contrast of the, of the, uh, the scorner, the fool, the simple, with the wise men, all the way through here. He that is soon angry dealeth foolishly, and a man of wicked devices is hated. He that is soon angry deals foolishly. Boy, how, how valuable it is to have self-control. To, to, uh, we'll talk more about that as we go forward in Proverbs. The simple inherit folly, but the prudent are crowned with knowledge. The evil bow before the good, and the wicked at the gates of the righteous. The poor is hated even of his own neighbor, but the rich hath many friends. Isn't that the truth? Yeah, it, was a, it was astonishing to us to discover um, how many of our friends seemed to disappear. Friends we had when we had money, when we were on top of the world financially, uh, Christian friends, and how quickly you become uh, uh, abandoned. The good news, so I don't leave that hanging, is that we were surrounded by people we'd never met before that became our board and our supporters and, and uh, showed, uh, showed us you know, real commitment to Nan and I during those dark days. He that despiseth his neighbor sinneth, but he that hath mercy on the poor, happy is he. Do they not err that devise evil? But mercy and truth shall be to them that devise good. In all labor there is profit, but the talk of the lips tendeth only to penury. Talk's cheap is what it says. Talk is cheap. And uh, the crown of the wise the riches, but the foolishness of fools is folly. And it's a... Uh, a true witness delivereth souls, but a deceitful witness speaketh lies. Jesus said that another way. He says, if the blind lead the blind, both shall fall in the ditch. That's another way of expressing, I think, pretty much a similar thought. In the fear of the Lord is strong confidence, in his, and his children shall have a place of refuge. Fear of the Lord is a fountain of life to depart from the snares of death. In the multitude of people is the king's honor, but in the want of people is the destruction of the prince. Interesting. In the multitude of people of the king's honor. Do you realize that in the ancient empires, abortions were a capital crime? If parents were caught killing a baby, they were executed because it was considered a crime against the state. Why? Because the power of the state was its population, and the growth rate in those days was an recognized as an asset. And to interfere with that process was considered by these ancient cultures, pagan cultures. I'm not talking about the, they also indulged in some other things too, but the point is, it's interesting they recognized that as, as a crime against the state. In the multitude of people is the king's honor, but in the want of people, the lack of people, is the destruction of the prince. He that is slow to wrath is of great understanding, and he that is hasty of spirit executes folly. Here again, go slow. There's a great value in somehow holding your peace and cooling off. He that is slow to wrath is a great understanding. He that is hasty of spirit executes folly. The sound heart is the life of the flesh, but envy is the rottenness of the bones. Boy, envy. Envy will not only rob you of your joy and your fellowship in the Lord, it will also affect you physically. Physically. I think all of us probably have know examples of people whose lives were ultimately just destroyed by a long-standing envy of some kind. Bitterness. A sound heart is the life of the flesh, but envy, the rottenness of the bones. That's very literally true. He that oppresseth the poor reproaches his maker. He that oppresseth the poor reproaches his maker, but he that honoreth him hath mercy on the poor. Your, re your reaction or relationship to the poor reflects your attitude in terms of the fear of God. 
The wicked is driven away by his wickedness, but the righteous hath hope in his death. Wisdom resteth in the heart of him that hath understanding, but that which is in the midst of fools is made known. And we're almost through righteousness exalteth a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Boy, I wish this verse was put over the United Nations rather than the one they took, which is about beating their swords into plowshares. Why? Because that will happen when Christ comes and not before then. But boy, righteousness exalteth a nation. But sin is a reproach to any people. It's astonishing to realize how much of the immorality and, and a lack of integrity among our young people are echoes of the conduct of the previous administration. It's just a reality. Some people say you're making a partisan comment. I guess I am because I'm, I'm taking it from the point of view of our king. The king's favor is toward the wise servant, but his wrath is against him that causeth shame. Okay, we, let's, for next time, read chapters 15 through 20. And one of the things I encourage you to do in your notes as you do that, try to think of examples from the lives in the Bible of the ones that echo. Many of the same thoughts will echo. There'll be some fresh ones, and we'll deal with that next time. Let's stand for a closing word of prayer. Let's bow our hearts. Father, we just thank you for your word. We thank you for the joy that you allow us as we gather. We do pray, Father, that these words would indeed illuminate the path before us, that we indeed might take these to heart, that we might be ever more effective stewards of the opportunities before us. We do pray, Father, that you would just illuminate that path, guide us, feed us, strengthen us, as we commit ourselves afresh to be wise as you define wisdom, as we commit all of this in the name of Yeshua, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. You've been listening to 6640, the ministry outreach of Koinonia House and Koinonia Institute. Today's Bible teacher was Chuck Missler, teaching through the book of Proverbs. Download the K-House TV app to access an ever-growing collection of free resources. Visit the iTunes or Android app store, or search K-House TV on your Roku streaming device. Thank you for listening to 6640 and for your continued prayerful support of this ministry. Until next time, as we continue this series, may God bless you with the knowledge of His Son, Jesus Christ, as you study His Word.